back in the wild again And I feel right at home where I belong I had that feeling coming over me again Just like it happened so many times before Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Scott Staff. Yeah. Give it a bird. Welcome back to Q&A. Part two. Part two. Part two. Part two. Part douche. Part douche. We'll go round table again. See who's left. Since not everybody's here. We got Ryan Collin. Yo, 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 what up for show? Bobtastic. Jimmy, I mean, Daniel's son. <laughs> Jimmy is, he out. He gone. He had he to gone. go. He had to go night night. <laughs> he had to go pee, 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 pee. I'm tired. I gotta My work. fingers are tired. <laughs> My vagina hurts. <laughs> well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled a landscaper, dude. <laughs> My, my blue waffle hurts. Good news. Arts and crafts time extended by four hours today. Anybody else's back hurt? Arts and crafts time is extended by four hours. Anybody else? Fingers hurt. <laughs> Who else we got? Oh, and it's uh, Aaron Gray again. Again. He's stuck around. A.A. Ron. Episode two. So a little Good. secret. Aaron and I have been like Facebook messaging back and forth, and he's actually replacing Jimmy. Oh, Fuck yes! Oh. Uh, I kind of sorry. Took the, yeah, I took that, a, that took the offer from the last time. Hold on, him. hold on. <laughs> so a few episodes ago, I announced that Jimmy was fired, and I was asking for applicants, and Aaron yep. was one of those applicants. We had a strict screening process. Mm-hmm. There, uh, we went through yep. a lot of interviews. And I think Aaron has what it takes to uh, to to meet our standards at the terrible outdoorsman. Well, so the standards are good very to have high you. I mean, let's, let's be real; our <laughs> yeah. standards are pretty low. You know, it was and a first time, first serve basis. So. It was, yeah. He was, was he was the only guy that applied to. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, um, yeah. Oh man. All right, right so uh, we're going to actually get into some Q&A today, but we got a couple things to get to first. How about some TNA? TNA. We got some, we got some TNA, <laughs> everything but Q&A. We just got a whole lot of A. <laughs> wait, it's got to be your A. Well, the T, the, yeah. Wait, it's got to be your bowl. It's got to be your bowl. You can get a good, we'll get a butcher's ass by sticking your head up there, but I'd rather take its word for it. <laughs> it's just going to be a movie quoting night. Um, all right, we'll do a little business. Um, we'll got well, let's send our snort first again. We'll let our guests send another snort. Send oh. it, business. Send it, sucker. Snort. It's a little bit later. We don't to wake up the, the little ones. <laughs> wake them up. They're on yeah. summer vacation. They're on That's summer true. vacation. That's true. They keep One's my ass graduated. up. They keep me up all night. They're playing cool. video games until two o'clock in the morning. They're on their ticky talks. Oh. Friends coming do? and going. Like you know what. What'd you do, Dan? It's my turn. <laughs> Don't worry about Don't that. Don't me like I did it. Oh, shit. It's not, <laughs> Why are you it's gripping not... the bottle? So? Why are you cradling oh, the bottle like that? Like that? <laughs> and then I, yeah, Why I are you idiot burning the bottle, Dan? <laughs> Thank God I didn't let go when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. the biggest bottle on earth. We got to kill that before we go home tonight. As long take as you just pick out. that up off the table. Take and the corner That's out. why that's off the yeah, table. Yeah, I'm going to take the corner out of this bottle here. Yeah. Yeah. The corner of the United States, the size of that bottle. Oh my God, it's so sour, Dan says. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I 
<laughs> Do you remember the time that we were? Uh, I think we were up at uh, like deer camp. I think we were up in <laughs> we were up in the UP deer camp, and we did not leave a snort at the end of the bottle for our dad. Ooh. And he like lost his fucking mind about it. Uh, I was probably pretty drunk, so I don't remember it, but I don't doubt that happening. Yeah, he like we like we drained a bottle, and threw it in the fire, and he's like, "Where's that snort at?" And we're like. <laughs> It's in the fire. And he was like, he was fucking pissed. Didn't even save me a goddamn store. And he got all angry about it. We're like, bro. You've been in there sleeping. (laughs) You came out to to take a piss. Afternoon. Yeah. So speaking of deer camp, where are you guys going to be at this year? Hold on, we'll get there. Hold on. Hold oh on. man, mm. hold on. That, that was a discussion. That was a discussion at the That's Cody actually, Jenks concert. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, hold on. That's actually one of the questions. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, a little business. So, um, let's, let's roll through the business of the sponsorships. You got Fishing Complete Inc. Home and Case Plastics, Lunch Money Tubes, yada yada yada. Wacky rig. Wacky rig. Wacky. The original wacky mm. tool. They're wacky. Um. <laughs> whack whack. Yeah, so good company. Um, check them out. Use code TERRIBLE, all capital letters, get 20% off. Um, I watched Danny Irving catch a shit ton of fish on nothing but case plastics the other night when we were night fishing. I don't even want to fucking hear it. 50, 51 <laughs> fish on a night. Don't. And he told me, and he said. And, oh, and, oh, only 51. Yeah, so okay. a little bit more into the story. I was asking him, I was like, so what do you catch them on? I'm like, that's, I, you know, I'm always going to dig into, like, <laughs> when they're biting and when they're biting and where they're biting. <laughs> and uh, so he's kind of telling me, like, kind of the, I, I knew they were going out for night fishing, but they were out there a little bit before it got dark. And right before dark, Danny was throwing plastics. Yep. And like out of the total of 50 something fish that they caught in a night, it was at, at dark. It was, he had 17. I had two. Right. 17. So he, <laughs> Danny caught 17 and Ryan caught two. Those 17 were caught on plastics yep. from case plastics. Yep. And I'm like, I'm not a plastic guy. I'm not a plastic guy, nor have I been converted to a plastic believer yet. <laughs> but this is very much into that. It, it, it made it a little bit closer. And I yeah. was like, he caught 17 year or two using plastics, and he's out there throwing hard baits. Yeah. And I was like, I was throwing spinner baits, oh, you're full of shit. top water. And, it, and he's back there, and he's throwing. What he was using was just a, um, it was like a bass style jig with like the big weed guard. And he's, he's throwing it with, um, Oh god, I don't, I don't don't know the name, but it's case plastic. It's like the chunky dunk or something like that. <laughs> it's a fucking goofy. It's just like a big creature bait on the back of it, and that weed guard is so big. And we were in like some weedy shit, and he would just cast out, and he was just dragging along through those weeds, like right along the bottom through the thickest shit, and he was just just lighting them up. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like I'm just trying to burn shit on the top of it so I don't get in weeds, and he's just slow rolling it. Right through the weeds. Right through the weeds. Crazy. But he's got like the the weed guard on the thing was crazy. It's like all the big heavy brushes that are yeah, that block yeah, it. No. So like I mean, he was just going right through the weeds. Pretty cool to watch. Now, how is it watching like a professional fish? Like, is it pretty cool like watching? Him cast I mean, it, and- watching what he did, it was nothing special. Once I saw what he was doing, what he was using, I just would have never thought. Like, I would have thought like I'm getting tied up in weeds. I'm gonna get frustrated as shit. The fish that way. Like, I know the fish are down there in those pockets of weeds, and he's just. Pull him right through, and he's a big tournament fishing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's that, like a so local that, pro. He, I asked him, I was like, 
what do you call yourself? Like, you're, you're not quite a professional. You're not an amateur. He's like, well, most people call me a local pro. There you go. Because he hasn't hit the national scene yet. Okay. But um, he's a good fisherman. I will give him that. I, I, I beat him at night once we got nighttime. He's a good dude, too. Yeah. He was a good company. Um, so had some good conversations. He's got some funny stories. We yeah. haven't really told much yeah. of his stories, but um, we did episode 70. 70 fucking episodes, by the way. Yeah. This is 72. Wow, yeah. 72 episodes we've done, boys. That's, That's insane. Wow. But episode 70 was just with him, and he went through and rigged. I got a bunch of videos I got to post yet, but um, he went through and rigged every style of rig. <coughs> Texas rig, Carolina rig, the, the the Nico rig, like every show to every rig, and case plastics and how to, to use them. Really cool episode. If you want to learn about bass fishing, that's a good episode. Send that to your social media guy, and uh, he'll get that stuff. I will. Actually, I'll remind me. I'll airdrop him because I was going to send you, but like they're really long videos that Jimmy took. Really poor quality. I'll give that. Are they really? <laughs> no, they're they're just longer videos. So I knew sending them was going to be a bitch. So that remi- yeah, remind me to airdrop them before we leave. I just but texted you. Either way, he was using nothing but case plastics, and uh, yeah, it was good. So, hmm. but yeah, how check them out. They, how big they, were the fish? Biggest one was just about four pounds. Okay, so we, we only weighed a couple been... that were worthy, but the biggest one was just under four pounds. Most of them were small. It was weird. Like we didn't, we didn't, didn't get any into any real big fish. That one that you and I caught that we weighed, it was like that was, that was definitely was, the biggest one that it you, was just that was over four pounds. Just over, over, yeah. My scale's a little wonky. I need to get a better scale, especially mm-hmm. if someone's chasing the five pounder. <laughs> yeah, a good digital scale, would huh? yeah. Huh? Huh? Speaking of which, you want to give Danny some shit for calling you out on that? Yeah, oh, thanks a lot. yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot, dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... Whatever, man. I was listening to that. It's all in fun. I know, I know, it I is. I was like, Danny's about to let it rip. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I put my wait. pants one time on Jerry's boat, and then I'm never going to get the red back. You know? I just can't no. wait for you to see what a true five-pounder looks like. No, man, I, I can't wait. I mean, so, I, I've been seeing... We've caught some five-pounders up at Winya, and I mean, you can literally take your fist and put it in their mouth. Oh, like, they're, yeah, they're just fucking tanks. Just, but yeah. people down in Texas yeah. are down catching, like, six, seven. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's like six-pounder. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, look, yeah. Muffy, poor people catching like, those four-pounders. Yeah. A, a Michigan five-pounder is, like, that's it's, a feat. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. that's a challenge. That's, that's a good, a good uh, challenge. bold prediction. That's a really good Because a five-pounder is difficult. I got to work on catching fish in not... Burial stones. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Night fish, man. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Well, you know yes, what? yes. This weekend. Are you are you are you gonna go? Yes, one hundred percent. This is like because I invited you. It's Father's I invited Day weekend, you. Right? I invited yeah. Jimmy. It's Father's and, Day weekend. Yeah. We're on a, we're, and nobody wanted to it's go. Father's Day weekend, and I have a long weekend yes. as well. Okay. Yes, so. We do. Here, Saturday you, night, you, let's you, go. Let's it's supposed fucking to fucking go. Saturday night on the docket. Bring me and him be my boat. Bring your boat. I'm gonna I'm be at the. I'm gonna be at the camper. Dude. Bullshit. I'm gonna be at the camper, man. It's our last Bullshit. weekend. Be at the camper. Bullshit. It's our last weekend. Then do some night fishing on that. There lake. you go, dude. It's our last weekend. You guys should come to the camper. Greg can fish in Jimmy's boat. There That's the idea. He doesn't have a boat. But no. So I, <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. I, I don't. I'll just uh, bring my little twelve foot aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, so check out. Uh, what are you? Doing? No, I was gonna say that night fishing is awesome, yeah. and I'm and I'm glad that uh, the case plastic stuff worked out. Yeah, so check out check out Fish Completing. They were more than case plastics. They carry Gamagatsu hooks, Spro um, uh, crankbaits. They've got poppers. They've got frogs. They've got literally everything, and you can get 20% off. So if you need terminal tackle, they've got it everything. They've got hooks, weights, everything. So check it out. <clears throat> Use code TERRIBLE, all capital letters, 
20% Her- off. Local Michigan company right out of Canton. Terrible. Terrible. T-R-B-L. West Point Shores. Best resort in Michigan. Best damn place. Yeah, I will be up there in, well, next week to this day. Is it? Holy fuck. <laughs> I gotta get you. <laughs> Excuse me. That was what like, the fuck was that? That was, that was pizza pretzel. <laughs> pizza <laughs> pretzel. Of course I. Did you throw with that up? <laughs> Excuse me. There's a little on your shirt, bro. <laughs> um, best damn resort, in Michigan. I'll be up there next week to the day. I'm going up next Thursday with the yeah. wife. Um, I'm going to record an episode with Dustin and Heidi to kind of talk about the partnership. But good shit. If you're looking for some unbelievable scenery. Uh, you can't beat it. Mention us, so, you get ten percent off. Yeah, as good as it gets. Yeah. Mention the podcast, you get ten percent off your stay. So I don't even think she's gonna get me ten percent off my stay. <laughs> Mention it to her, like ten percent hey, off. Um, I listen to these guys, terrible outdoorsmen. Can I get a little bit of money? Off? So, yeah, so check them out. Um, up in Alpine, Michigan. And then uh, we have our new sponsor, Black Pearl Premium Ooh. Rubs. Yeah. Yeet, yeet. I think I'm going to cook um, some burgers on Friday. Use some of that brisket rub. I'm going to cook something. I'm I, likely going to. You and Jimmy are big on the chops and burgers. Yeah. I actually like the, the steak and brisket on my burgers better. There you go. I like that better. It's kind of along the same lines of Montreal, just not quite as salty. And it's better. That's my shit. It's better. It just is. On it, legitimately, it's better, but... Yeah, I'll have to bring some in for, for. What's that? You got me intrigued on the cherry. You haven't I, tried the cherry? I, I haven't tried. The I cherry have yet. an extra the cherry bag. Is good. I got an extra bag too. So yeah, I'm like, it's cherry good. Is good. I have some. It's too. phenomenal. Cost you twenty five bucks, but just don't, <laughs> <laughs> just don't overdo it because uh, it's it's intense. You don't need that much. But the whole idea, like when you when you go see these guys at the show, they take their rubs and stuff and they mix them up with barbecue sauce. Here's Dan fucking with the. It's fucking falling again. <laughs> One day we're going to do better microphones <laughs> and, and, and setups here. Fuck. Um, but no, like they um, they take all their sauces and they mix it with like sweet baby rays, just like kind of a neutral oh. sauce. So they take all their seasonings and they'll mix it, and that's how you taste test it. Is actually with a sauce. So you can use it as a rub, but when you do it with a sauce. Man, is it good? And you can do that yourself. Like buy a yeah, buy like a. a they pack teach you of, as that uh, how yeah, to do it. Buy a pack of the you know you know whatever the the chops and burgers or whatever it might be, and you mix that with that sweet baby rays, and you can use that as a sauce on anything that you use, and it is phenomenal, man. So good. Uh-huh. They've they've got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different hot ones too. Like I'm into the hot stuff. I like to spice up a lot of my food and um. Mixing that with like some sweet baby rays or something like that is so good, man. man. Really, really good. Yeah. yeah, I tried stealing some of my. Uh, so they actually bought a camper from my brother-in-law. Who did? Uh, who the Black Pearl? No way. Yeah, he, Judy they, and Dwayne. Yeah, yep. They actually my my brother-in-law actually. Uh, he's one of the salesmen in that camping, and a camper, like. Camping World or yeah, something? Yeah, kind of like similar, but it's uh, up in Potaski, and they just like, hey, huh. yeah. He's like, I was like, oh, Black Pearl. And he's like, yeah, actually, I just sold them a camper not too long ago. I'm like, dude, they're like, my <laughs> one of the guys I work with, they they really are really close with him. He's wow. like, no way. I was like, dude, this world's getting smaller and yeah, smaller I was gonna say. and smaller. I'm, 
That's, that goes to show you how small the world is, faux show. Especially up there in small town, northern Michigan. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got to know everybody. <laughs> now look at that guy over there fucking everything up. He's just <laughs> blaming me. Who, me? Yeah. He was just blaming me. I, I mean, why? yeah. What did he do? Yeah. I don't know. Nothing. What did I miss? I don't know. You didn't miss anything. He's like, give me gestures and texting, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. We're so. going TikTok <laughs> yeah, live. Like, We're trying to go TikTok live. Dude, we've been TikTok. we've been kicked off so many times on TikTok. It's <laughs> fucking pointless. TikTok is the no dumbest point. shit on earth. Yeah, it's so straight dumb. up Chinese. Spyware. Every time we've gone You'll live, cool. we've, we've been kicked off and banned from live. So Chinese spyware. Yeah, and the okay. Chinese are watching us. We don't need them watching us. Okay. Yeah. Our right. government watches us enough. Right? They don't even go outdoors. <laughs> we don't like fishing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go outdoors. Stay tuned. So, yeah, Black Pearl. Check them out. Um, Absolutely. I'll, I know Bob's got a bunch of spices. I've got a couple extra bags. Just go to blackpearlpremiumrubs.com and order some shit, okay? <laughs> Just do it, goddammit. Yeah, I know Judy and I talked about a code, so I'm still working out the details. So hopefully we'll have a code that everybody can use to get a little bit code off f- it, real. Code fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Judy would probably do it, too. She probably would. <laughs> All right, um, so the last episode that we had Gray on, I neglected to do his terrible story like a dick. What huh. a dick. What a, what a pathetic loser. I am. <laughs> One pathetic loser. <laughs> so um, I fucked up tradition. So Gray is going to tell his terrible story. Oh, all right. So let me see. It was down. We were down in Tennessee. Um, actually, we go... Onto my Facebook, the, the my big five point that I shot with a buddy that shot um, a nice though. It was where we put some trail cameras up, um, <laughs> and it's funny he doesn't know about the story because it was so. I just got off work a little late, and I told my wife like, "Hey, I want to go check my. I want to switch my SD cards out real quick, and I want to go um, and check the trail cameras." So he's like, "It's like." Half hour drive out there, and then it's about to get. I was like, I know my way. I know my way. Um, let alone it's about to start raining. So I'm like, yeah, it's it's like ten minutes out there. I'll be right back. Um, that was not ten minutes. I end up getting out there a little too late, and I uh, I so I switched my SD card out. I end up dropping it for some reason. I picked it up. I got turned around somehow. <laughs> I was lost as shit. So let me paint the picture for you. I am uh, a little tanner than everybody at the table. So I'm running through the backwoods of Tennessee trying to find my way back to the house I just left from. And I'm like a half, about a quarter mile, almost a half mile away from the place I just, to the next road. I was like, I was scared shitless. And then it started to rain, so and then I see trail cameras popping off. I'm like, oh my god, these people are gonna see some random dude at about nine thirty at night with uh with a with my oh my god, it was it was just it was absolute nightmare. I would I've never never been so scared in my life, never. Especially <laughs> in the backwoods of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah but yeah. of all places. Yeah, squeal like place. a pig, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of reminds me of my story of like getting stalked by the army ranger down in down oh, yeah, yeah. Same same kind of thing. Same kind of like I was in the middle of fucking nowhere, man. Back and by myself, out in the middle of some shit. And I'm talking like you are miles off the beaten path, and like I'm back there, and now all of a sudden I 
I see a human stalking me. <laughs> and I'm like, shit's getting real. I have my bow in my hand. And I'm like, we, we, we're going to go to war with me and you. <laughs> I don't know who you are. We're going to go to war. Or one of us is, or, or we're leaving. Hands and I up. was like, I was very much leaning on leaving. I don't want to go to war with anybody. Like, I've been there. I don't want to do that. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm backing up and I'm trying to figure it out. But it was like, I understand where you're coming from. Dude. Like, being somewhere, like, being lost, you're never really lost. lost. No. You no, know, you're never really lost. If you know, if you can figure out cardinal directions. Yeah. In the military, they teach us this stuff. You know, how to, even at night, you can they navigate. Definitely save my ass. I didn't go you, back to the same house I left from, but right. I definitely, right. you, I made to the main road. Is, is it, yeah, it's not difficult to find <laughs> the main road, to find that, to, to hit that panic azimuth, right, is what oh, we call man. it. Like, you know what, you always know what your panic azimuth is, but at a certain point, there's a little bit of, like, Fuck me, man. Where, where am I at right now? Where am I at right now? Like, uh, this is not good. That's this is exactly not good. Right where I, was, I, I had a few a few cases like that in North Carolina too. Oh man, I, I used to I, I used to go out to western um, side of North Carolina and do. I think it was called the Uwari Mountains out there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I used to go out to Uwaris. And I did a lot of scouting out there, and, and I was going to bow hunt and do some, like, backwood stuff there. back there. And there's real some good big, real good deer back there. But it was like, that is some backcountry, man. You don't want to get caught on the wrong fucking side. Yeah, the back there. Run. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not makes you me scary wanna, stuff. Makes me want to watch a movie. It, it, I'm, and I'm telling you, not, it's, <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like hunting or fishing in Michigan. Where like if you get in the wrong fucking place, mm-hmm. man, it can be a it can be a that really be. hairy and really weird experience back there. Very quickly, and it can get it can get weird and it can get stupid real fast. So it's like right. you have to kind of know your area and know like what you're doing and and have an idea of that kind of thing. But yeah, I feel you, man. That was a- <laughs> <laughs> if I would have heard that, I should have been playing this while you were telling your story. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hey, boy. What are you doing back here? I won't touch your moonshine, I promise. (laughs) I won't tell anybody about your moonshine still that I saw back there. (laughs) Get off my land, motherfucker. (laughs) Man, I don't... I would be freaked out to go to the hills of Tennessee, man. Just because of this fucking movie. (laughs) So, when when I first went to North Carolina, right... And I was driving down through West Virginia into Virginia, and I'm just coming into West. I'm coming into Western North Carolina, and all of a sudden, highway sh- <laughs> highway shut down, and they're like, "Detour here." And I get off the highway, and I'm like, "This is back in the day, way before like, like fucking Google Maps or anything like that. Like, you had a MapQuest, maybe you printed out, yeah, or you, you had a fucking atlas that was in your car, mm-hmm. you know." So I'm like. I get off the highway and I'm like, where the fuck am I at? And I'm driving. I'm driving in a Grand Prix. Remember my white Grand oh, yeah. Prix? It was kind of, it was like tinted <laughs> windows, like lowered. Like, it was like kind of, it, it, it was kind of G'd out car, you know? <laughs> so I'm driving through like the fucking hills of Virginia on the western side of Virginia too. You're talking about like, I'm in the Apple, I'm in Appalachia, man. And I'm like driving back, you know, like, I stop at a gas station and I'm like, hey, I'm trying to make my way to fucking Fayetteville, right? Fort Bragg, North Carolina. And they're like, this is a fucking toothless wonder looking at me like, <laughs> fuck you going, boy. What's you looking you in the wrong boy? parts over here. For you a know, dollar, like, you can lick For this. a dollar, you can lick this. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady. 
for real, I need to go fucking east. Which way is east? How about that? And she's like, fucking head yonder way. You know, like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, oh, no. all four teeth of you. I gotta get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Terrible outdoorsman is here for you. <laughs> this should really be our intro song right here. <laughs> this is Danny Irvin, fishing complete ink. <laughs> there you, you go. West Point Shores. Terrible <laughs> Black Pearl. <laughs> Featuring. Featuring Jimmy Dolmich. Featuring Jimmy Dolmich. Baby Sensewatch. Baby Sensewatch. <laughs> I got to finish it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone this far. My you might as well turn it up. And that's it. God folks. damn, you can play, boy. <laughs> God damn, that boy can play. <laughs> so my dad can play banjo. Can he really? He can what? fucking. Man. My dad can literally play fucking anything. Wow. He had he, a fiddle. He has his banjo. He, he still got a guitar, banjo, doesn't he? he? Still, yeah. So that all that stuff. Yeah. And I used to fuck with it because I was a, like, I just wanted to learn how to play electric yeah. guitar. And like, he had a banjo, so I'd sit there and try to try to play like chord, fucking break strings on it and stuff <laughs> like that. But, yeah. It was, yeah. My dad is a is a fucking musician through and through, but either so way. So I got a story. We were going to North Carolina, and uh, when we got into Virginia, we were about to go up the pass across the mountain, and um, we were like, you know, we're going to decide, because it was snowing really bad, and we were listening to some weather reports, and the weather up on top of the pass was like even worse, and it was super icy up there, and we were like, you know, we'll just call it a night, and we'll stay in on this side of Virginia at like whatever hotel we find. No. And <laughs> so we get into the hotel and it was a holiday inn. And uh the guy that was like checking us in was uh was a little a little flamboyant, let's say. And um we were like uh so we walk in there and so he's like, So where are y'all headed? And we're like, Oh, we're going to North Carolina. He's like, Oh, He's like, yeah, it's a little treacherous up there in the mountains. You got to watch out for the snow. Like, and I'm like, just give me my fucking key, man. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it's a little treacherous. And so a buddy of mine, like every time we, you know, because he's from North Carolina, it's who we were going to visit. And uh, when he drives, he always sends me a picture of like that exit at the hotel. It's like a little treacherous out there in the mountains. <laughs> so we, we used to drive from North Carolina. You were stationed at Bragg too. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, that drive from Michigan oh, to Bragg. Yeah. And like that, there's a certain stretch. Like once you, it's like Virginia, West Virginia. And like it's some of those mountains are fucking wild, man. Yeah. And like, especially if you hit them at like two o'clock in the morning, you can't tell which way you're going. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't tell. Am I going up? Am I going down? Like, it starts to fuck with your eyes. It messes yeah. with your equilibrium. It is. And, and it, it, it can be really ride. fucking yeah, hard to drive through. What the hell was in the McDonald's? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like and then you, have the, then you have, like, the creatures that, that, that exist along the exits. Oh, my God. Like, so, you, like, you you, you got to really plan your exits, too, like. Fuck, I'm I'm like 120 miles to empty. I'm gonna push this as yeah, hard as right. I can, 
so I can get out of West Virginia into Ohio or whatever yeah. it might be. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, where am I going to survive? Right, right, right. Gas? You have to like actually plan that shit out because it can get really weird. And I, I drive down to Florida now. I don't, I don't really head much west. But we, we actually going this last time we went down to um, to Lauderdale. We we cut through into North Carolina, down to South Carolina and Georgia, and that way. We yeah. so we cut east. And man, we went through some of that, like those same areas that we used to go through, like at Bragg. And I was like, I fucking loved it. I, I, yeah. I thought it was awesome. It's, it is beautiful. Like if you hit that shit oh, during yeah. the daytime, it is some of the best, the most beautiful country. Oh, especially driving in the fall. Go through oh, during the fall. Man, oh, it is my God. awesome. But like, you just don't want to get caught there in that motherfucker no. at night. Yeah, there's like signs on the road, you know, like next gas station, 87 miles or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Know? next rest stop, yeah. fucking three hours from here. <laughs> yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you better poop now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why you always carry the luggable loo. That's true. Yep. That's true. The luggable loo. Yeah. We should have them as or our Or you sponsor. carry some wipes in your... Uh, and some dude, dude wipes. wipes. Dude, yeah, yeah, wipes. dude wipes. Dude wipes. Yeah. All right, let's get into some Q and A. Let's oh, do boy. it. We're only yeah. like three hours in the podcasting tonight. We haven't answered a question yet. Oh, we did one. One. We, uno. Yeah. Yeah. We little All right, I'm gonna shoot these off at random because I didn't put them in any remote order because that's how I roll. Um. All right, I'll just go from the top. All right, would you shoot a doe in early season, late season, and would you shoot one during the rut? Oof. Ooh, Good question. If you had, so if you had your choice, um, would you shoot a doe in the early season or the late season? And would you shoot one during the rut? Gray, go first. You're a hunter. Um, so with so me, start with the first question. Early season or late season? Or, uh, mm, or during the rut, I guess. It's, so I don't think anybody the, would, would prefer would, to shoot them during the rut, would no. you? No, not not during the rut. Especially if they're if they're a hot doe, no. Um so I probably, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a solid question because I'm <laughs> I'm a sucker for a fat doe. I'll tell you what, I tell you, what, if she, I think we're if all she, suckers for a fat doe. If she comes, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> listen, listen, <laughs> look, <laughs> girl. Anyways, <laughs> girl. girl, hey girl, hey girl. <laughs> So, no. uh, well, it depends if she, so if you see it early if, season, if, yes. If you see it late season, yes. How, yeah, if, if it blows at me, it's done. I don't care. Like, how, if, f- how fat that ass. <laughs> <laughs> am I eating for a week or am I eating for a month, baby? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know if we got an answer out of that. So, uh, Bob, uh, early, must early, be, must, I'll, go, I'll go early, must be jelly because jam don't shake like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going early. I'm going early. Explain your reasoning. Explain yourself. So reason I would go early is, one, before the rut, I believe that shooting does puts pressure on bucks. So if you kill does, that creates more pressure on the bucks, meaning less met, less does that they are competing for. Mm-hmm. So if a, if a buck has to compete harder for a doe, he ruts harder, meaning he's moving more on his feet, searching more looking more for that particular doe that might be in heat. So I'm going to shoot her. I'm going to shoot her October 1 if I got a chance. Taking less, I'm taking more out of the ratio, right? So if I'm killing more does at the beginning, that creates... So if I got 20 does and I've got one mature buck, I got one king of the castle, right? He's trying to breed all of those does. 
right? If I take out half of them, now he has less. Now he's competing more, meaning he mm-hmm. has less to he has less to breed. So he's got a he's got to move harder to do that. So Plus during the run, absolutely not. Won't shoot a doe. If if a buck is hot on if if it's during if it's any in November period, I'm not fucking with the doe. All right, let's, right? Let, let's I, like I'll let that doe come in. I'm gonna watch her. Many times I've done this. I've watched her come in and she's got nothing on her, nothing behind her, and I still let her pass, right? Because to me, it's it's a, that's a walking mannequin or a walking decoy for me. Like I don't, I don't, like I'll let her pass, and then in hopes of something is trailing her, and I'll let that go. In the late season, don't fuck with them either because they've been bred at that point. They're probably carrying. They might be carrying a buck at that point. Don't really care. Don't care. At that point, I'm not trying to just punch tags. At that, if I miss my chance in early season, I can shoot a buck as, as easily as easily as I can shoot a doe in the late season. So I'm I'm really from November on. From November to January, I'm I'm hunting antlers, and that's really it. So you're not late doe hunting at all. Oh, I am. Not really, no. One hundred percent. I don't get me wrong. I've done uh, it. So I, I've shot. If, if you already shot country. a doe in the se- in the early season, you're probably not going to late doe season, right? So another 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 piece of this puzzle is I love to get that monkey off my back. I love to shoot something early. If I can, if I have a doe come really in, good person. a mature doe come in, and I can shoot it, then. It takes that monkey off your back, right? You've filled your freezer. You've done your job for the year. So at this point, there is no pressure to like to just kill something. So I can pass b- small bucks. I can pass all. I can do all the things that I that in the deer management side of it that I want to do. So like I can I can observe the deer, right? Because that's a big part of hunting, man. Is being able just sitting in the stand and watching deer behavior and watching deer movement. That's huge. You can learn so much. Let deer fucking pass. Don't shoot the first thing that walks by. You might actually fucking learn something that'll help you kill a bigger buck later in the year. So like, if I like, that's why like, and not only that, but like, we go that whole summer and spring and stuff like that, and we are itching to get in the stand. As soon as you get in the stand, and you have that first mature buck come or first mature doe come by, smoke her ass, killer, killer. Fill your freezer. You've done your job. You've got that monkey off your back. Now you can hunt antlers. Not only that, but you've you have now lessened that that pressure high, that pressure that yeah. you've increased the pressure on the bucks to be able to breed, right? So now you are only increasing your chances at a bigger buck. That's my concept behind it. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not like the greatest deer hunter on earth, but to me makes sense <clears throat> biologically and from a from a management standpoint, makes a lot of sense to like shoot them early. Get that get that thing out of out of the way, and be able to create a better odds for your success at shooting yeah. a big buck because that's what we all want, right? We all want to. Yeah. Well, I think I mean everything you said is right. I'm I'm right there with you. Like you, I saw it last year. All the trail cameras we had set up where we hunt, those deer, there was no pressure at all for those deer to be on their feet because there were so many does. It was unbelievable how many does were back yeah. there, and we haven't shot a doe back there in years. Um, fuck, I don't even know last time we shot a doe back there. there those deer, there's times where like I had <laughs> I had trail cam picture where there's like 15 does in one picture. It's stupid, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that, that's um, just my whole game right there. What's that? <laughs> seeing all seeing a bunch of does, I'm like, 
Yep. So last year, there's Betty. I mean, last year, like you said, like watching deer, you can learn a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I sat for probably three weeks before I shot my buck, and I hunted pretty hard, and I saw deer every night, and it was really cool to see the see their movements, see what time they were moving, and just watching them. Like exactly what you said. Like I learned a lot just from just watching them. The one doe was, she was borderline shooter. Like she was big enough, but she was probably maybe year and a half. Um, she had some little ones with her. Like she wasn't quite big enough. Like I just, I didn't want to shoot her. I was waiting for a bigger one. I saw her a lot, her with the same group of small ones. I saw them a lot. Nothing else really came in the range. But the other thing that I like the idea of is it, you can shoot, you can shoot targets all you want. Practicing on a live animal is a whole different animal. So those does allow you to, especially bow and arrow hunting, those, those deer allow you to get some practice before you have a 10 point walk in front of you of, of shooting, you know, at an actual animal, making a kill shot on it. I'd rather miss a doe than miss a buck. Exactly. (laughs) Not not that you want to miss anything or you want to wound anything. Right. But that's how you get your practice out. You shoot a doe every year. And then that way, when that buck comes in, like you've done this, you've gone through the scenario, you've drew back. Um, Does can be just as, as skittish on as they can be more skittish than bucks oh, are. Yeah. Shoot a couple of them. Yeah. Shoot a couple yeah. of them in the early get season. Get a couple of doe tags, man. You know, get as many doe tags as you can in your area and however you hunt. But, like, get a couple doe tags and punch a couple of them in the early season. I'm telling you, it changes the rest of your season. It takes all that pressure mm-hmm. off, right? Because you're like, yeah. I got to fucking kill something this year. Yeah. I got I to gotta fill the freezer. You will fill the freezer with a doe. You'll be happy that you did. Yeah. And you'll, you'll, you'll have that satisfaction as a hunter to be able to have filled your freezer. But now it changes the game come the rut. Now you're like, all right, I want to be able to like just focus on antlers. And you'll find yourself passing a four-point. You find yourself passing a six point or whatever it might be, and like you know what, I only want to shoot a particular kind of buck because all that pressure is off. Yeah. That changed the game for me when I when I started hunting that way. It was like fill that freezer early and often, and mm-hmm. then after that, I can I can kind of hunt the way I want to hunt for the rest of the year, and there's really no pressure to like to get it done. I think as Michigan hunters, especially, this is something that we do is that like, we don't get a lot of time. We're all working class people. Right. So we, we get out in the woods and we only get out in the woods a few times a year, maybe, maybe. you know? So like if the only time that you're going to be able to hunt, maybe you'll get a couple of hunts in the, in the early season. If you get a chance, fucking take it, man, yeah. take it because come opening day, when you're like, you haven't punched your tag yet, and you're like, I will literally kill the first fucking thing that walks. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a problem that we have, right? We, we right. don't pass spikes. We don't yeah. pass. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna down anybody that 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 doesn't pass mm-hmm. a spike that mm-hmm. that takes that spike right. horn. Like it's a legal tag. Kill that deer. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you want to see your odds increase as a hunter, start killing does often, yeah. or start killing them early. Kill them early. I, I think for the you'll be able to, you'll be for the rut perspective the alone, you should shoot them early season. If you're a bow hunter, I mean the guys who just gun hunt, like it is what it is. You can only do so much, right? But if you're a bow hunter, shoot your does early because I yeah. think what you said, like it makes sense. Just from what we saw with how many does, there was no pressure. They were still moving in the night. There were not, you know, like they like said, there was hardly do you even see that many scrapes like there's right. so many does that they can breed like they don't even need to move and right. they can find these these does the higher your rate your doe ratios the less scraping activity you'll see the less yep. rubbing activity the yep. less the less fighting activity mm-hmm. you'll see and and man i tell you what dude i've grown up in michigan hunting my whole life and i have seen some wild days in the woods 
I have seen some mornings where I've been sitting there on November 5th at 6 o'clock in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, and I've got bucks running all over the place, like yeah. just out of nowhere, shit you've never seen before. And it's wild. And it's an intense It's an intense hunt. And you're like, you may shoot something, you may not. But either way, it's a fun fucking experience yeah. to have. But, and that's how the rut goes. Oh, yeah. But I'm telling you, like, the more does that you have and the less pressure there are for those bucks to be on their feet, the less that they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, the less of that that experience you're going to have. So yeah. start evening, evening out that ratio as soon as you can. Get out in the youth hunt. Get on the youth hunt and, search oh, and smoke a couple does. You know, if you got kids, take them out there. If and you're pop youth, <laughs> if you're youth, you know, get out there and, and shoot a couple does, yeah. and get out there during the early bow season and shoot a couple does. And because I'm telling you, they're, I mean, that's just as Michigan hunters, and I can yeah. really speak from the Michigan aspect because I've been doing it my whole life. Is that like we are overpressured with does. And that puts no pressure on the box during the during the rut, and we've well, seen you, ruts like that. We've seen ruts that deer will be on their feet at certain points, but like they're not, they're just not. You got a little that was wild and crazy. They used to be chasing a doe. Like, yeah, yeah, you'll have a okay. you'll have a spike horn who's breeding a doe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's like that's so, unheard of. That's unheard of in Kansas. You know, it's unheard of for a spike horn to be breeding a doe in Kansas. But you know yeah. why? Because at eight point, that ten point. That 150 inch deer, right? He yeah. he's got that shit on lockdown. There ain't no spike horns breeding any does in his ale. In no. Michigan, they'll do that shit all day, all day, because there's too many does to breed, yeah. and they just can't do it all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So start taking does out early. That's my concept. Late in the season, like after after November and into December and January, I just don't fuck with them because I'm like those most of those does are probably going to have. They're probably going to have fawns in their bellies, and I'm not. I'm just not fucking with it. You know, like yeah. it's only adding to the population. Whether they're a buck or a doe, I have no idea. Nobody yeah. knows. So I'm going to just let it go. You know, like I will pass a doe late, and and I'll really be hunting antlers late. So that's my idea, and that's my concept behind yeah. it. Like whether it's right or not, I'm not a deer biologist by any means. It's just it's through observation. Oh, it's, it's personal preference, right? I mean, it, it's through observation and like just experience that. Yeah. I will the say way I, the way I choose to shoot them. I went through all my trail cam pictures last year. I had a fucking lot of them. I had like seven or eight cameras up. Well, with yours, I think we had like ten cameras up. Yeah, we had a ridiculous and watching cameras. and going through and watching all the movements of of the bucks down here. November seventh, man, was the day. That was, I'm, that's I'm, actually if you watch a lot of outdoor channels, like they they tell you like November seventh. That, that so that's my that's my November. wedding anniversary. I already told my wife. I said next year, do not plan shit for our wedding on our anniversary because I will be in the tree all day long. Dude, I, I gave him, I gave you so much shit for getting married at the beginning of November. I'm I had like, extenuating circumstances. You, yeah, yeah, I guess you know. But I was like, what are you doing, man? I'm like. And, and I've been I've been saying this for years is that like if you've got one if you got one week right you got to take one week of vacation. Yeah. Why do we go up for for opening day gun season? That's There's the worst a, week. It, it's tradition, one hundred percent tradition, <laughs> and that's it. But it's like yeah, November seventh, man. Every camera had daytime pictures yeah. of bucks, whether morning, night, afternoon. I mean, every single camera, and it's like. The one that was like the one day I did not hunt at all. Like, if if I and it was to, a beautiful day, it wasn't rainy, it wasn't snowy. If you're to Fuck. if you're to say to me you you've got one week of vacation for deer hunting, what week of the year do you want that to be? I'm going to tell you November first. I'm going to I'm going to say November first through the seventh. 
yeah. you know, or whatever. If I got seven days of vacation to take, I'm going to yeah. take, I'm going to take that first week in November and I'm going to let it rip yeah. because that is, and I'm telling you like for a lot of, oh, for a lot of y'all that, that might just go out and just, and maybe just hunt opening day, maybe just you hunt the rifle season and that's it. Like it's good. It's, it's not terrible. But it ain't the first week in November. No. Good, nope. It, it ain't I mean, that, it, it ain't and it depends good. if you're hunting up up north. Obviously, the rut might be a little bit different, different weather. It, it does change. You know? It does. It but does down change. here, at least yeah, for me, man, that like th- those couple of days, I'm taking off work, and then like I got to figure out like with our up north trip and all that shit. But all right, so Dan, what's your take on this? So you're gonna your bold prediction is uh, was it to shoot a deer or just go hunting this year? No, it was to shoot a deer. Yeah. Yeah, shoot a deer. Okay. So what's your take? Shoot the first thing you see to meet my bull prediction? <laughs> no, I'm not shooting the first thing I see. Um That's what he says until he sees one. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, oh my no. God. So <laughs> I No spot down. Yeah, I Spots, it's down. Yeah, I guess I just need to know. I need to do a little bit of research to know like how to identify like a proper size doe at that time of year. It right? can be really difficult, man. Very Especially, probably more so in the early season because they really haven't put on, like, their winter coat. Like, some of the does I was watching last year, like, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I can't tell if she's she's a mature doe or not. Like, she looks kind of small. And then all of a sudden, you see her yearlings come behind her, and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's a little one. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Because they don't have their big coat on, so they look smaller. Um, I'm not going to lie. If I see a deer with yearlings, I'm passing. Oh, yeah. I'm not not, sure. No fucking way. Yeah. I got a better conscience than that. So to be honest with you, and this might be a little out there, but I feel like if I'm going to shoot my first deer, it's not going to be a doe, man. I'll yeah. I'll pass on everything until I see a buck. Yeah, you know, I mean, just because it's my first, stay down. You know, here and hunt. what's that? <laughs> stay down here and hunt. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. see, my, the good my thing first is, deer was a was a doe, though. I mean, there's nothing yeah, wrong my, with, my, with yeah, shooting I, a doe. Yeah, my, my but you got to pop that cherry on something. That's yeah. the thing, though. Like I traditionally, like I'm probably going to go hunting what maybe five times this year and i'm just gonna go out there and if i see a buck that's you know got enough antlers on it i'm gonna shoot it but yeah i think i'm gonna be a little picky i think yeah you know but to each his own yeah to each his own yeah i mean again like you said like i say that now but then i might be like oh you're gonna you're gonna see that fat juicy dough dude she's gonna turn and she's gonna start stomping and blowing at you like she's gonna get it big dog buck fever is is a a true thing man yeah i see a deer and all of a sudden it's like like i don't even know what the fuck it it is just 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 seeing movement in the woods and you're like instantly like oh shit Oh, then you see it's a yearling, you're like, okay. Then all of a sudden you see another one, you're like, oh, oh shit. Like, <laughs> that's the biggest it, rush, man. Like, there's nothing like it. I don't even know what to, no. like, even like a great hook set on a nice bass or a nice pike or a muskie, like, still doesn't compare to the I rush. Can't, I can't even tell you. The rush of, like, last year, dude, it's almost like I blacked out when I shot my buck last year. Like, oh, Man, like it, my my heart was beating out of my fucking chest when I saw the horns on that thing. Mm-hmm. Just and it wasn't like story. it wasn't like the one that's on that wall, yeah. but like my biggest buck to date, right? And Antlers. Like, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was a nice buck, and seeing that thing walking right towards me, like took everything I had and I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I have a terrible story for the show. Shit to my pants. <laughs> that's um. That's just the biggest rush. So um. 
My goal this year is to try to get Jackson into the into the woods. Yeah, yeah. Did you take him to the youth hunt? No, I've never done that. He hasn't even started shooting yet. I just mm. want to get him into the woods. Gotcha. And just like I have the same my my kids like hyperactive as shit. So like <laughs> I just oh, can't I can't imagine him sitting there for more than like five seconds without moving or making a noise or something. And I'm like. Uh, I was going to do it last year, and I'm like, no, it's just he's still too young. He's only eight. But I just want to start the process of getting him into the woods. and Yeah, but yeah, uh, I'm good. Taking Kane out, man, that was uh, that was nerve-wracking, man. He was he was only five at the point, and he was like, no, thank you. That's, man, it was his. So it's Caden? Yeah. Caden? Yep. yep. My, ne- my nephew's name, man. Yeah. It's probably like, I imagine it's going to be a big pain in the ass, but like the more I do it, like that's what got me into it. Like I remember being a little kid going out with my dad Mm -hmm. and just sitting there. I didn't have a gun. I didn't even know how to shoot, but just being out there, dressing up in my camo, sitting next to my dad and like, yeah, that's what it's all about. That's exactly what it's about. That's what's going to get him hooked. All right. So let's, let's, um, let's stay with the topic. Oh boy! Here we let's, go. Let's get a little controversial, Bob. Big butts. Oh, here we go. So um, I was going to save these to the end, or if we even staircase got staircase in the woods. Nope, <laughs> nope. So um, it's good to start so early. Two kind of <laughs> couple different parts of these questions. Thoughts on APRs, antler point restrictions for the state of Michigan. Oof. Oof. Going oh, kind of um, speaking to what we just uh, talked about. I have the hiccups. And the second part of that is: Should Michigan be a one deer state? One deer. Because um, right now you can buy the combo license and you can shoot, or one buck state. Right now in Michigan you can buy the combo and you can shoot two two bucks. It's it's kind of a biologist type question because you're yeah. really asking: Are we taking too many bucks in the state of Michigan? I don't know that we're taking too many bucks. However, I will. I do. I I think that the the antler point restriction. Um, so up in the northwest side of the state, we do have antler point restrictions. It's kind of a pilot-type program that they've started up there. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand of it, and quote me if I'm wrong, but they're seeing some pretty good success with it, meaning yeah. they're seeing, um, you know, just just greater or just a higher class of – you know, aged deer up there where they're getting maybe not bigger antlers necessarily because they're because it's northern Michigan and it's kind of tough to shoot a really large antler deer up there, but they are seeing a higher age class of deer up there being harvested because of the antler point restriction stuff. Yeah. So I would say I would say that I'm I'm for it. I I you know, I've shot a lot of spike horns in my day, don't get me wrong. I've I've got them. I've got you can go out in my garage and you can probably dig up <laughs> 10 of them, you know. And I've shot I've shot a lot of four points, a lot of six points. And back in the day when I was a kid and that was a great thing to do, like you shot a buck, you shot a buck. It didn't matter how it was. And that's kind mm-hmm. of a that's kind of a Michigan that's kind of a Michigan thing, especially yeah. like especially around the firearm season it was like if you went out on opening day and you killed a buck. Didn't matter if it was a spike horn, whether it was a six point or eight point, or you killed a buck. And that and that was more important than anything was just the fact that it was a buck. So it, it, that's it's a difficult question. And uh, from a more mature standpoint, and from a from I guess a, a, a an older guy who's a little bit more experienced Michigan hunter, 
I'm for it. I'm for antler point restrictions because I do like to shoot and see higher, you know, age classes of bucks. I'm not going to say points because that's generally how we score deer in Michigan. We don't score. We don't necessarily score them like an asshole. Like I did uh, in my first bowl prediction at 150 <laughs> well, I mean, inches. You technically right? didn't say you went 150. You said I would see some like 150 inches. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> yeah. But I, like an asshole, I said that. And and it's, you know, I'm like anybody else, man. I watch the hunting shows and, 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 and all these hunting shows are like, that's a 142-inch deer. I, I'm not going to kill it. I'm going to wait until uh-huh. it's 148. You know, whatever it is. And it, we all kind of subscribe to that to that language. Once you start to get heavy into the deer hunting, like I want to, I want to kill a 150 inch deer. I know what a 150 inch deer looks like in my head, and I think that's kind of what I was saying when I did my my bull prediction. Was like I'm picturing a 150 inch deer, and so we all want to shoot bigger bucks at the end of the day. Right, no matter who you, who it is, like right. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're Grandpa Joe, who's 80 years old and hunting in the UP, you want to kill a 10 pointer, right? You want to kill that big dog. We are all sitting in the we are all sitting in the stand or in the blind on opening day, whether that's bow season or gun season. With and we are picturing that majestic 10 pointer come through or that Broad big side, dog 25 come through. yards. We are not all hoping for a spike horn, right? We settle for a spike horn. That, that there's nobody here. Nobody listening to that that says that when I go out on opening day, I'm killing a fucking spike horn. Nobody says that. Everybody's got that. I hope a spiker comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's saying that, right? Everybody in their head has this visualization of this majestic 10-point coming through. So just make that a reality. That's all I'm saying, you Mm -hmm. know? like. All right. So what's your final verdict? My final verdict is yes. I'm all for for antler point restrictions. Because I do believe in, I I believe in. There's a very big difference because I've done it I've, between shooting an eleven point and shooting a little forker, a Michigan eleven point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I've 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 done both, and there's a big difference between the excitement that comes with each. So, yeah. um, there's a huge difference between uh, a four and a half year old. Um, My mindset's you know, changed a lot. 11, 12 point, and, and then in, in a year and a half year old spike. There's a, there's a big difference between so, the excitement and, and, and. So, what about a one deer snake? In the, a, no, I don't believe no. in that. No. No, you, you like the. the two I, I like it the way it is. I like. Yeah. I like the. I like the. I like the combination tag. I think that's a great tag. Like it gives you the opportunity to be able to shoot. Do I, if I if I want to take a spike horn, I can, right? Because there's, it's my unrestricted tag or my restricted tag, meaning what is it? Four or more four, on one yeah, side, four or better. Yeah. Four or better on one side. Like I can I can tag them with each, but and that's that's my prerogative to be able to do that. So I'm sitting in the stand opening day or the last day of gun season. I'm sitting in the stand, and that four point comes through. I'm gonna like yeah, I'm gonna smoke his ass, and I do, and and I've done it. And I'm pretty happy with that four point either way. Okay. So, like, do I believe in antler point restrictions? Yep, hell yeah, I do because I think that it provides a it provides a it's like it's like having an uh, a fish inch limit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, like if you were to go to a, a pike lake like Winya that we know so well, 
And if we, they were to impose a 30-inch limit, right, you can't keep anything under under 30 inches, yes. man, there'd be some, oh, there'd be a lot of 30-inch fish in that fucking lake because we know it has propensity to be able to grow 30-inch mm-hmm. fish. Same thing here with when it comes to hunting is that Michigan is a, is a great place to hunt deer. And if I've got, I've got the propensity, I've got the ability to be able to grow a hundred and 50 inch deer, but I shoot every spike horn that walks, it's never yeah. going to make it there. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So like I am for all well, antler point well, restrictions. They just um, reinstated the um, APRs for the counties in the CWD zone for this year. Really? Okay. Over in the southwest part of the state, Jackson County. Yeah. yeah. Well, really, the most of the west side where they were seeing the most CWD, they got rid of the APRs because they just wanted deer harvested. Yeah. To get try to limit the spread, but they've uh, and put I, the APRs back on. I think you stepped out when I first started talking about it, but the um, like the northwest side of the state, like the Traverse, yeah, Traverse County, City, yeah. Traverse mm-hmm. City County, like they've been seeing great success yeah. with that. From oh, what yeah, I understand, like, they're, they're actually in, yeah. drastically Biggs. improving the caliber, the size of the deer that they're shooting up there. And I think that's great because it's it's not historically in Michigan, Traverse is not known as a place to go. <laughs> no. No. You, you All know, right, like, so, so it's, let's get Gray's it's, it's take on it. Um, for the ending point restriction, I, I do believe, um, especially for Michigan, I think some of the states, uh, like some of the counties should have ending point restriction. Like up north, we don't have, like the winters are harsher up there. So they don't have the same nutrients as they do get down here. Like the agriculture down here, that's a different ball game. Like you can see a two-year-old ten-point down here, opposed to a a, a five or six-year-old little four-point up there. Yeah, because the winters are harder; they're longer out there, so they don't get the nutrients. So the animals are not going to grow. So I think. Um, for like some areas, yes, animal point restriction, absolutely. But I think throughout the entire state, I think they should have an earn a buck due to the doe population. That oh, okay. is absolutely insane. So that's where you have to shoot a doe before you can buy um, mm-hmm. uh, a buck tag. Some but, states are doing that. They're actually yeah. they actually do that. Wisconsin, you have to actually yeah. submit a doe harvest before it allow you to buy a buck tag. Mm-hmm. That seems crazy, but like I don't but hate the idea. I, I, I feel I like I'd be kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. Like, you know, the 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 deer demographic in Michigan is like down here. It is nothing you can see. So they when my dad shot, he shot a uh, a nine point that scored one hundred and thirty nine inches or something like that, and they aged it at two and a half year old. Right? It's crazy. Right. And I mean, this was a fucking massive buck. Like he he took like he had he had ribbons on it for the longest time. Like it won like awards in Washtenaw County, Michigan, for like like the it, it biggest in that class for that year or whatever it might have been. And it was like not it was two and a half years old. That was a young ass deer. They aged it by his teeth, and I was like, you know. So you're right. You can you can have a deer of that caliber. Which I've never seen in all the years I've been hunting in UP or the, all the years I've been hunting in, in Onaway, never seen a deer as big as the one that my, that my dad shot wow. in Washington County. It was two and a half years old. I'd never seen one that was 
five or six years old up just, there. This, this, just, it's, just it's, this past year. Yeah. yeah. Like, I went to the buck hole, and, like, the biggest deer was maybe 120 yeah. inch. And now he was, like, almost five and a half, six years old. It and I'm went, like, if you saw that down down here, I was like, yeah. why would you shoot that baby? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, you might pass that buck down yeah, here. Yeah, down and here. It's, hey, most of us wouldn't, but... It was, we had this discussion with, uh, who was that deer biologist that we talked to? Chad? Chad Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. And he was explaining, like, the, it really relies in, like, the, it, it really is broken down into, like, the nutrients and, like, historically, like, the, the, like, the, the glaciers and the recession from the, the glaciers coming through the Great Lakes, like, kind of yeah. piled up a lot of those nutrients into Illinois and, and in a lot of those mm-hmm. areas into Iowa and things like that, where like you see a lot of these giant deer come out of Illinois and Iowa because it's just a, it's a very different soil yeah. construct yep. than it is here in Michigan. Yeah. And he explained some of that. It made a shit ton of sense. Like I didn't yeah. even think about it that way. I thought it was always just the way we managed it. Right. Like we just kill everything that walks. It's not really it. Like wow. they just some places in the country just grow deer big, yeah. just just naturally, and it's right? Just like, right? It's just it's just crazy, right? So like, I'm all for antler point restrictions. You sound like you're for it, but only in some counties. In some in some counties, because it, I agree like, with that. An, I'll, I'll subscribe to that like, because because in Delta County, you know, Upper Peninsula, of Michigan, you are not you're not going to see. I, you, but you but, at, the, but at the same point, man, we have hunted sometimes, and we're like, you come across a you like we'll see a deer. You remember that? So I'll tell a quick story. So Ryan and I were up in the UP, and we were this was in bow season because we didn't have guns yet, and we were driving back in an area. It's it was a, like the day before guns. It was like the, yeah, it's like the day before. And we're like kind of scouting a new area, and it was a Hiawatha National Trailhead for like for like. Oh. snowmobiles and four-wheelers and stuff like that and it's a it's a it's a federal area so we went back into this area and uh we drive back there and we're, co- we're coming down this two track and all of a sudden boom there's a buck right there a buck and a doe so we stop and just kind of sit there and we're looking at him and they're just looking back at us like not moving doing anything they're maybe 30 40 yards in front of the truck close as hell i'm like what the fuck man like that buck is huge dude this this thing was like it was it was a mm-hmm. big buck, man. A trophy buck at anybody's wall, like rivals that dude all day long. And I was hmm. like, oh shit. And we had the bows in the back of the truck. And I'm like, dude, let's let's see if we can get our bows. So we both open the doors and we get out of the truck and we go to the back of the truck and we go to, and I open the tailgate. We get the bows out and shit. And like I think I at a point I had an arrow on you know on the knock and we're like, this doe and this buck, this this doe like took a few hops across the road and the buck, he didn't give a shit about us. No. Didn't care about us at all. This was in the heat of the rut, man, because he, yeah. he, all he did was take a few bounds behind her was right on her ass. And we're like, Oh shit, man. And then they circled all the way around us. And at, in, it, at no point could we get a shot. We never got a shot on this deer, but like this, it was one of the biggest bucks I've ever seen in the UP, but he rivaled that dude. But all that's, day. That's the best part about the UP because those bucks you never there, know. You you never know, especially yeah. if you get to the right spots. Like my my brother in law got into, um, like hunting from a canoe. I'm like, that's legal here. He goes, yeah. And then some, there's some spots in Michigan that you can actually hunt from canoe. 
as long as it's not on anybody's private property, you are more than welcome to. I'm like, that's different. And they've they've went up miles, and like they know somebody that went up miles and miles up in the UP, and they get in the areas that deer don't see humans at all. And those they'll just stand there like the biggest deer you'll ever see. They'll just stand there like, what the hell are you? Mm-hmm. Like I remember, I remember as a kid, I went to uh, one of my dad's buddies houses and he had this mount on the wall and it was a 14 point right biggest fucking deer i've ever seen like just just massive and like as a young kid it's the biggest deer i've ever seen i was like this thing is gargantuan dude and i was like yeah i remember asking my dad where did he where did he shoot that thing blah 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 and come to find out he killed this deer probably less than 20 miles from where we Haunted in the UP and the Garden Peninsula is where he killed this deer. And it was a small little private camp down there and, you know, 80 acres, whatever they had, 100 acres, and killed this 14 pointer on there. And, but this was well, one of the, the biggest. 14, I thought it was a 16 pointer. Maybe, I, I thought it was 14. It was big, massive. Yeah, you've seen it before, yeah, Tom's? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking massive. Unreal. And like just unbelievable. Yep. And you're like, this deer was literally killed right down the road from where we hunt. And I'm like, so that was the beauty, and that was kind of the allure of hunting in the UP was that, like, you never know what you were going to see. And in some of the years that we went up there, like the one that uh, Brandon killed up there, Brandon uh, Harris. Uh, oh, like big that six? eight, he killed or six point. It was, it was six point, it was without a six point but I swear to God, twice as wide as that, dude. Jeez. Yeah, like, it was just, like a 20, 23 or 24 inch spread. Like, it was unbelievable how wide it was. It had no brow tines, though. Super yeah, weird. Yeah, just, just a it. massive fucking deer. Yeah. And it's like that was the way that that's – and it's still that way yeah. to this day. Yeah, still. And, and even – probably even more so to this day because mm-hmm. it's not as pressured as it used to be. Yeah. Nobody's no. going to the UP anymore because it, because all the reports are coming out that the UP is busted, right? Yeah, like there's busted. just no deer up there anymore. Or, Nobody's the, killing or the new rolls and all this. And right. Everybody's like, oh, we, totally we, against hunting up there. Which we can kind of roll into like our – what we're – what we're talking about like this year yeah. as far as what our plans are to yeah. hunt but let me it, give my take real quick yes so i'm all for the aprs i think they should be statewide because like i get what you guys are saying that they don't grow up north like they they do down here but i feel like the world's becoming so i don't know they're, we're losing so much wood there's so many farm fields up in like the northern lower even it, on it the up growing. you're seeing yeah. so many farm fields up there like I don't know. I feel like if it was statewide APRs, it would be a painful, you know, couple years where people would not be harvesting as many deer if they were abiding by the the APRs. Um, but I think that long term, I think that would be a better better for the deer herd. You'd Kill have, the you'd, herd. Well, you'd have more deer. Kill the herd. You'd have more deer surviving. You'd have more deer that were reproducing. More deer that are able to knock up some more does up there. As they live another year, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. That's that's my twelve cents. I think, I think statewide it sh- it should be APRs, and I know a lot of people would be pissed about that because oh, yeah, you get those guys who go up just for opening day deer season, and they want to be able to shoot whatever they 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 want because that's that's their one time a year they get to go. Like my father in law, he goes up for like two days, and he looks forward to this shit. For he'll talk. He's already probably talking about it now. He built a. <laughs> He built a deer blind that is probably better insulated than this house. Like, it's ridiculous, these blinds. But he gets so excited for his couple days. He, like, 
preps his blind and everything. He loves it. And he shoots. Yeah, he shoots whatever he sees. He would hate to have to sit there and try to count points. And I get it from both from that perspective. But I think long term for the health of the herd, just from what I've talked to, you know, the conversation we've had with Chad, and then stuff that I've, you know, either listened to other, on other podcasts or just read myself. I just I feel like it would be better for the long term of the overall Michigan deer herd to let the deer. That whole let them go, let them grow thing, I, I think that just... That's definitely a big thing, too. The yeah. the the older the deer are, the more they're going to reproduce. Um, you know, the more meat you're going to get when you do shoot these deer. Like, you shoot a... Oh, yeah. You know, you shoot a doe that's three years old uh, as opposed to a year and a half year old. Like, you're getting a hell of a lot more meat on it. You're shooting a, a 11 point that's on the wall or even a nice eight point compared to a spike, spike horn. You're getting probably 40, 50 pounds more meat. So let them go a couple more years, and then when you start shooting bigger deer, you'll shoot more does. If you need the meat, shoot a doe. Let the bucks go. Let them get bigger. That's my thought. Like does, give, give take out the does. I mean, doe tags you can pretty much buy over the counter in most places. Except for the UP is the one place you really can't because there's the population gets hit hard up there. Um, and I think APRs are still in effect for the UP. I don't think even with a regular tag, you can shoot anything less than three points. Yeah, it's been like that for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, shoot as many does as you want if you need it for the meat. But if it's a buck, let it, let it grow. Let it get a little bigger. But I uh, – and then the one one deer stayed, I'm, I'm not about that. I would no, hate to like no. – last year I shot my – my buck October thirtieth, and then what? My season's done. I'm not going to go up for opening day. Like That's that what would I'm saying. that yeah. would suck. Yeah. You know. Good, I mean, I guess I could shoot a doe, but like then I'd be hunting opening day with just a doe tag, and all of a sudden I got this monster buck walking in front of me, and it's like, fuck. You know, like so, like I, mean, I don't. If the deer herd ever got to that to a. Um, an issue where the, they were worried about the population, then maybe like what but, was the deer harvest last year? Three, it was 300-something thousand. 303,000, I think, is what was reported, yeah. and they were factoring in like so, a 25%. 300,000, um, say. So uh, roughly 400,000 what they expected um, to actually have been harvested. Um, rough rough numbers. But. So say if you were to cut that down to a one-deer state, you'd, you'd cut that number at least in half, right? So you cut that number at well, least Well, yeah, because, <laughs> because the other thing, like when, when Chad went over all his metrics that they got from the, the deer harvest summary, more bucks were harvested than does. And it's like the one of the only states that does mandatory reporting where you had more bucks harvested than does in total. Right. Normally it's the opposite. You're getting more does harvested than you're getting than you're getting bucks. Right. But in Michigan we harvest more bucks than we do does. So by a lot. It's like sixty three percent are are bucks and like thirty seven are does. So uh, yeah, so three hundred and three and, and then one percent and one percent you don't know how they identify. <laughs> so, so <laughs> all right i'll cut that off so if you want to like so like so to say cut that whole number in half right if you made it a one buck state then you would cut that number down to maybe two or, or not even in half say two hundred thousand deer would be harvested total throughout the year out of a what? What is our total herd estimated to be at two million well originally i think it was but now I mean, I, who knows? Like, if these numbers are the more they're seeing harvest, like it, the more the metrics that the DNR gets with this reporting, 
in some of the surveying they do, like they, they'll have a better idea of what the herd is. Like I just read an article about the moose population. They've always said the moose population was only like, like 400 or something. Yeah. But they, right? they did a drone survey on the Western side of the UP and they, they droned or they spotted like 693 different moose when they yeah, originally thought wild. the herd was that's only so like cool. 400, but they actually droned and saw almost 700 moose. Yeah, that's crazy. So their numbers were way off what they thought. So then how can they even determine what the, the, the whitetail population is? Exactly. So the more data they get with it, that's why I'm all for the, the reporting, the harvest reporting, because the more data you give guys like Chad, like he – He's literally, legitimately, he wants that herd to be a healthy herd. Like, that's his job. Yeah. He's a wildlife manager. If he, the more data he gets, the more he can make decisions to make that that population healthier. Right. Yeah. We don't need it to be like, – he even said it, I think, or so, one of us said it in one of the podcasts. Like, we don't need to be in Iowa because they got a bunch of Googans coming in from other states. We don't need those Googans coming here. We don't need right. to be a trophy state. I, There's big-ass bucks here. That was – I think – There's the, the Rompola buck here. I, th- I, think it, I think it was Chad that said it. He was yeah. like – We don't want them here. He was like, do we really want all those hunters here? Yeah, and like, we don't. I was like, that's a good fucking point, man. I never yeah. really thought of it that yeah. way. Like, Because yep. Michigan is kind of a – in itself, like when it comes to yeah. hunting, people like, think like, "Oh, they, there's not you know big bucks like, here." Bullshit! No, there's not no, big bucks here. That, you I've can seen think them. that all day. Like, I've got trail cameras. There's go to Iowa, go to Illinois. There's a lot of it. there's a lot of 100, 180, 190 inch bucks that you see. Like there's a lot of big deer in the state. Oh yeah, so, oh easy. Let it grow. Let it grow. <laughs> That's what she said. Let, um, it, let it grow. All right, so uh, let's wrap this up with our plans for deer season this year because I. Still don't think we know what the fuck we're doing this year. Oof. We've gone back and forth of go. Do we go back up to the old camp in the UP, or do we go back to on way where we've been going? I thought you guys were buying your own land, buying the. Uh, we we okay. say that every year. Usually, it's about post deer season, springtime. We're talking about buying property. We'll do it again next year. What is it yeah. called? The, uh, <laughs> we've done this every year for the last. One of these years, more episodes. Oh, the talk. We right? need a few. We need a few more the sponsors. Talk, yes, <laughs> <sir>. Terrible outdoorsman <laughs> camp. We need a few more sponsors to pay for said camp. So. Hey, get you guys a few more beers. Uh, Grace said that he wants to drink some whiskey, so just uh, there you go. You know, get Grace some whiskey, and you know everybody here, and you guys will just buy some property. You know, yeah. call it good. Put on Venmo. With your Venmo account, we could probably. Buy. <laughs> you keep sending me all this money from Venmo. That's <laughs> how money you owe me. Yeah, Bob gets Venmo finally, and he just likes to use it, so he just sends money uh, to Ryan. So, <laughs> so my vote for deer season this year is the UP. I, I I like both camps, but there's something about crossing the UP. It's very nostalgic. It's just a different world up there. Hunting up there is different, especially when you're seeing trail cameras of cougars. There's bears. There's wolves. Like you it's just know, a different. It's a different element up there. Like, and we're hunting state land, and you don't know what you're going to see, mm-hmm. whether it be the size of the deer you're going to see, um, animals you're going to see. Like you, I mean, we've never really seen anything. Like I guess I've seen like I think I've seen some foxes and coyotes and shit, but you just never know what you're going to see, and it's a different world up there. And like I so said, we we did it for. What twenty years of our life we hunted up there probably. And to top it off, you're in the UP in the fall. Like there's nothing. Yeah, crossing the Mackinac Bridge. Like it's just there's something about it. Yeah, I don't get too excited about going to the deer camp we go to in Onaway because it's like it's just us. Like the a bunch of old timers that are up there, which they're great, but like they go to bed at like six, seven o'clock. Like they come in for deer hunting, eat their dinner, and they go to bed. It's not like a a whole lot of hanging out we do with them. Um, 
and the hunting there hasn't been great. Like we shot a couple deer out of there, but it hasn't been yeah. hasn't been great. I honestly, I think we shot just as many deer in the UP. Um, I don't know. It's just a different feel. I like. I don't. So, I agree. I am on. He concurs. I concur. I am. I'm all about going to the UP for the same exact reason. So, like, one, the the nostalgic value Mm -hmm. of crossing the bridge is, like, it's huge. It's huge. It's just a different animal once you cross a bridge and you're headed along US2 and you know you're going to the backcountry. And, like, once you get set up in camp and then you start heading out and getting into the woods and, like, when you're sitting in the woods out there and you can hear your fucking heartbeat, like... You're sitting out there on opening day, and like the loudest sound is your own heartbeat that you can hear. It's like it's insane. Like it's it's like anything. Like it's it's hard to explain. Even up in Onaway, like you're always hearing cars going down uh, Town Hall Road. Yeah, or you're hearing them on uh, what is it two eleven? Like you you can just hear traffic Mm -hmm. in the UP. Like you don't hear shit. Like some of the spots that we're hunting, like you're back in the shit. You do not hear a thing. And and the thing about it is like it's it's a it might be a little bit more comfortable in on a way and like we we usually do like a fair amount of <laughs> we usually do like a fair amount of like setting up blinds and stuff like that. Like in the UP, like there are years, some of my best years hunting were sitting on a fucking stump. Yeah. Just sitting on a stump out in the middle of nowhere and just like Listening to the listening to the snowflakes hit the hit the trees is like that's your only sound. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's yeah. it's and knowing that you are miles off of the off the beaten path is like it, it's, a, it's just a cool feeling. It's a cool thing. It's something that we've just we grew up doing that and like not ever super successful. And we killed deer. We killed a lot of deer up in the UP. We killed a lot of deer in, in Onaway. But I. In, in all the years of to take a sampling of the deer that we killed from the UP and the deer we killed from Onaway, they're pretty fucking equal. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there is something to be said about a deer, like, that, as far as the way it tastes coming from Onaway, is the way it tastes for coming from Delta <laughs> County. There's, there's something we didn't shoot enough in the UP to have enough, uh, uh, right, know, test right. samples. <laughs> right, I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess. For how many years we if, put in the UP, but also those years when we were hunting UP, like, we were very novice. Like, I don't think we knew a lot of the shit we know now. Um, no, we were, we, we were pretty, we, it, we, were young not, we were young and we were like, we are fucking more into partying and shit. And oh, doing, yeah. You know, doing We get that fucked kind of up thing. every night, <laughs> Yeah, let's get fucking morning. hammered. So yeah. we when go was the tomorrow? last time you guys hunted in UP? Fourteen or fifteen? Uh, fifteen, yeah, four, maybe. Fourteen or fifteen. So it's, yeah. it's a do. So Dan, you hear that? Pack your bags, man. We're going up to UP this That's year. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah, right. uh, I mean, let's do it. Let's go. Let's fucking. There was uh, at one of those those last couple of years that we were up there. Like Ryan and I, like we hunted the same kind of spots. There was a couple different spots off of either off of US two or if it was back down in uh, Provo Lane was a big big one out in the Nama Peninsula yeah. that we would hunt and like we would hunt these same particular spots over and over again. And like in, in those last couple of years we were like, you know, let's fucking venture out, man. Let's find some spots. So there were some times where I remember I had my ram I had mm-hmm. my that that other ram that I owned and like man, we would get in some shit. We'd be we'd be miles back in the Lahua. Yeah, that's like, the way I'm talking to like, fucking do it. I'm we'd be like, driving down like a dirt road 
I'm like, pull and the then fucking we, and mirrors then we, in. And then we turn off on the two track, and then we go like miles back in this two track, like to the point where like we break down. We have no idea if we even if we had cell reception, we don't know where the fuck we'd tell somebody to come find us. Like we didn't have GPSs or anything like that. Yeah. Like, but it was. I mean, some of the country we saw. I walked in shit that drive that. We're just Probably a shit. handful of humans have seen this shit. Unless you work on that logging road, you never saw some of the shit we saw. Like right. some beautiful I saw some shit like one time it was a rainy day and I don't know if you were with me or not. We were driving around and dude I saw we we got into this area where I thought I was in Alaska. Some that, unbelievable no, I, shit. I was there. Going I north. Exactly I mean we were probably about. thirty miles, twenty miles north of like our camp going towards like munising but in the middle of fucking nowhere and there's some there's some areas where like honestly i mean if i took a picture and sent it to you saying dude we're in alaska you'd probably be like oh that's awesome you're in alaska you'd legitimately like i like holy fuck like i'm expecting to see a moose walking out of this shit yeah you and, it's Unreal. The same, it, and you don't get that shit on the way on way you might as well be hunting down here crosses. you might be able to be hunting yeah. down here with ferns on the fucking ground like that's about <laughs> it <laughs> that's yeah we are yeah yeah on a way it was just very different like we yeah. we have a private piece of property that we hunt up there and it was like it was ours to hunt i still and like the bow hunt up there like you know is, like bow it, hunt late late we've, season we've seen good deer there yeah shot good deer there but yeah just just generally not the same hunting in the up is a different animal and and anybody who's ever done it will tell you the same thing. Like they, if, if they've ever hunted both sides of the bridge, like they'll tell you, like going to the UP is something special. Like, and you've got you've just got to experience it to to to, to appreciate it. And that's kind of where we're at. Is like, do we go up there? It's a long hike go for the change. The, 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 the big the big problem for us is really the logistical side of it. Is like, do we want to? I mean, it's a six hour drive to get there. Do we want to like it? We don't necessarily have the amenities in some cases. We have amenities here, but we don't have them there. Like it's really just more or less that. It's not that the hunting of it is relevant, honestly. It's more or less about how do we make it happen? You know what I'm saying? Like it used to, it was different when we were younger because like there were some different camps and stuff like that that we were part of up there where it was like, all the old guys, most of them have died off, honestly. Most of them have, like, literally passed away, like, died. So it's like none of these guys exist anymore. So it's like it's a lot of our the younger generation, mine and his generation, and their generation of kids, like, still trying to keep deer camp going. So and we're in conversation with a lot of these younger guys, like, trying to say, hey, let's let's do this let's you know can we make this happen some of them are doing some are like oh, i gotta work i gotta do these things so it's really like uh in it's not a matter of whether whether or not like what we would rather do it's like what makes more fucking sense so on a way and you shot my cow <laughs> Ooh. this makes me want to go with you pete just the song alone this the song alone it's the second week of deer camp, I got a swollen head. I'm lying with the dust balls underneath my bed. <laughs> that song alone is why I want to go to the U.S. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's more, it's not, it's the easy, it's easier for us to go to Onaway. Fuck easy. Right, and Lucky I mean that, it, at this well, point, now, like, if we want to go to the UP, that's what we got. We started do. going on way too because like work schedules were really difficult that time of year for me. Getting a lot of time off. Now my job is like I can take whatever fuck I want off. So like, 
opens on Wednesday this year. I'm going to take the whole week off we, and so we can go to the UP because you got a day of traveling to the UP and a day of traveling home. So you're losing two days on the way. You can get up there in four hours. I, I think we're oh, like some so, of our like, <clears throat> and we're we're calling worst case scenarios into effect for that because normally it's a six hour drive at at most. It's a six hour yeah. drive, five and a half, six hour drive. But we've had some fucking years where it was a nine hour drive. Or yeah, ten it's snow. Michigan's it's snow, snow like all the way up, business. snow all the way back. Like yeah, like so how many years have we gone up there and like been escorted across a bridge? Yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, but that's wow. part of the adventure, that's, right? And you know, and we did this, we did this shit in like beater vehicles back then. We didn't have yeah. like brand new trucks like we have now with four wheel drive. We did this shit in a two wheel drive conversion van one year, <laughs> <laughs> the magic bus. We called it the magic bus, a shagging wagon. The shagging oh, wagon. Yeah, we, we did that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I think that's our plans this year. I think we're gonna hit the UP again. Just uh, let's get one in. Let's do it. Why not? What the fuck do we have let's to go. lose? Like. If we don't kill anything, guess what? Yeah. We didn't kill anything in fucking Ottawa but last we year because we, we had some 17 had inches of snow right? in 24 hours. Yep. So f- fuck yeah. it. I'm like, not going to lie. I shot a deer then, like the 16th. <laughs> so <laughs> I wasn't complaining about that. Yeah, we, we definitely didn't. We, we hunted, we, but we didn't we, see shit. shit. We no, saw I'm, aliens. Right. So <laughs> let's talk about aliens in Ottawa. <laughs> I saw aliens. You listen to the yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah. I heard. I saw a sighting. I saw, I saw a sighting. I see a sighting. <laughs> that movie is why I want to go to the UP. Nice. I want to go to uh, the fucking, what's the bar? God damn it. Um, swallow In. Swallow In, yeah. where they film the movie yeah. and go have a beer. Like, let's the fucking swallow. That's nostalgic, man. I'm in. I'm going to invade you guys' deer camp. Dan, take off, take off deer camp. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you have a little baby out. coming yeah. or anything. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. No, let's do it. <laughs> we're, yeah, I'm we gotta figure, we gotta figure out the logistical part of it. We gotta figure out we gotta, like, where the we gotta fuck talk are we uh, and how we stand. We gotta talk deets. We got a buddy who's got a camp up there. We gotta figure out details of how much room is in said camp. So yeah, <laughs> but I believe he's got a lot of room. But all right, got we'll two more questions, and we're gonna wrap this one up. Let's do it. All right, so this is a fun one. Um, so somebody asked, uh, will we be doing any more shows this year? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, like trade shows? Yeah. Fun fact, they're yeah. going to be at Cabela's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, um, well, the hard part about that is that um, like trade shows are primarily during the wintertime because that's yeah. the off-season yeah. for yeah. most sportsmen. Yeah. So it, that's when you're. That's know. when everybody is doing the fishing show, the hunting shows, the deer turkey spectaculars, all those different kind of things. Like We definitely want to be involved with that stuff. This upcoming winter, for sure. But like during the during the summertime, during the fall, we're going to be in the tree stand. We're going to be in the boat. We're going to be doing doing the outdoor thing. So probably not until um, until not any shows. Not till I mean maybe maybe an event or two. Um, I know we've talked about like with Black Pearl, they want to do like barbecue event. Maybe if Dan's got a shooting event, we can set something up and. Yeah, it'll be with, uh, it'll be events and, and stuff. And we'll, greet. well, what? Lee come with a fish ink and do a meet and greet. There you go. Yeah, you know that'd be cool. Like, they did that. Yeah, just let them know. Like, yeah. So we might set up some stuff like that for this year, but uh, next year definitely. Um, uh, you know, we'll probably be at the fishing show again, probably with Fishing Complete. I know they want to get into some more shows, so we had talked about the Grand Rapids show, maybe Outdoor Rama. Um, we'll see. 
we'll see. But that's uh, that's the idea to get get our name out there. They were talking about a a show down in Columbus, which would be cool to do. So logistically, we uh, got to see what we can do with our full time jobs too. <laughs> yeah, but um, all right. Uh, and then the last one, we'll just do, we'll do a fun one. Actually, well, I got a I got another stupid one. We'll do, but a fun one. Favorite one liner from a movie. <laughs> oh jeez! Oh, wow. Like, wow, that's uh, this is every day. Right, that's I a, can't so as we were quoting one-liners earlier, I'm like, man, how perfect is that fucking question to come through? Yeah. Go away, I'm baiting. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's from uh, Dumb and Dumber. It's Harry, it's Mary. Harry, it's Mary. Man, I don't know. <laughs> You had a second pair of gloves this whole time. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Lloyd. So I, if, if I have to quote, Swan, if I have Swans, to quote Dumb and Dumber. Sam, Sam, Swamson? Samson. I was way off. <laughs> Look at the butt on if, that. If, if, <laughs> if, I have yeah. to, if I have to quote Dumb and Dumber, there's a period, there's a, a certain point in the in the movie where they're like, like he, they're both riding in the the dog van or whatever, and like he all of a sudden starts running, <laughs> he starts running and he's shaking his arms and shit, and he's like, "It feels like we're running at an incredible rate, Harry." And he's like looking at the car next to him, and I, I do that shit all the time. Well, I'm, I'm like riding with my wife and kids, and like there's somebody driving next to me, and I just start running. It feels like I'm running at an incredible rate, Harry. And my wife is like, "You're a fucking idiot." So yeah. That's like that's one of my best. Yeah. Other that's than that, like I could probably quote, uh, I could probably quote Escanaba and Moonlight, like all day. That's what I was like, thinking. We do like, that show all the time. Oh man, there's so many, so many lines from that movie though. Just like, oh my gosh, man. yeah. Super Trooper is one of my favorites too for mm-hmm. for one lines. Oh my god, can't pull over any farther. <laughs> Already pulled over, hey, bear fucker. Um, <laughs> hey, bear fucker. Do you need assistance? Do you need assistance? Do you need me out there? there that's probably that's that's my right there all day. Now, did you say yes, sir? Or yes, sure. You say yes, sir. Yes, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super Trooper is probably yeah. This is classic. I just watched it not that long ago, and I'm like. How have I not watched this movie in years? I just watched... That, uh, that was one of my well, all-time favorites. I just watched We're the Millers the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, one. there's so many good fucking yeah. lines in this movie. I think Step Brothers might be one Step, of the oh, best yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. and Grandma's Boy. <laughs> we Grandma's ju- Boy? We were just calling Grandma's Boy today. Grandma's Boy is like yeah. full of one-liners. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please sit on my face. Yeah. I have a robot vagina. I have a robot vagina. Do I say I, I I literally say that to our boss at least once a day. Every like, day. Every, every day. Like, How much do legs cost in the Matrix? <laughs> <laughs> How much do clothes cost in the Matrix? How much do legs cost in the Matrix? Oh, oh don't take the red pill. <laughs> oh, man. I was called uh, Happy Gilmore. You I always, just watched that one too the other day. You always carry a hockey puck around. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. <laughs> Talk to my neighbor, the accountant. Huge ass. <laughs> Kiss my white ass, Paul. <laughs> now you're gonna get it, Bobby. <laughs> the price is fucking wrong, Bob. The price is wrong, <laughs> bitch. Oh, shit. You want a piece of me? I want the whole thing. I want the whole damn thing. I think you've had enough. No, <laughs> bitch. Bitch. Oh god, man. that's classic. Oh, yeah. Those are good god. ones. Oh man, I, I kind of speak in movie quotes. Oh, yeah. so do I. I I'll, right. I'll say shit at work and like 
couple of my employees, they'll just stare at me and they're like, what the fuck? What does that even mean? And I'm like, it's a movie reference. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do what well, movie? And I'll tell them, they're like, I don't remember that line. Do oh, millennials oh, don't get it. Period. No, like, they like no. they have no idea what the fuck you're no. talking about. I say you're it to my kids, or I say, or I'll say it to applicants and stuff like that. And I'll be like, I'll say some like random fucking line from Step Brothers or something, and they're like, "Huh? <laughs> this guy's <is> fucking weird." <laughs> like, no, like, no, it's from a fucking movie before you were born. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Back yeah. when comedy was funny. Yeah. Dude, new movies aren't funny though. No. Like they try way too fucking hard to be funny. Yeah. They're like, oh, man. Well, well, you gotta think the older movies, man. They nobody was really offended. Like, yeah, got, got yeah. Offended. yeah nobody got offended. That's easily. true. So, like, like, you, like these new movies don't shit nowadays. These movies nowadays, I, they have to hold their tongue on everything. Yeah. It's like, like, is it like old ass movies? Like, I was watching like I think it was Happy Gilmore, and I was like. Dude, this shit would be so fucking offensive. Dude, dude, one hundred percent, ninety percent of the oh movies that we watched yeah. watch back in the old days, man, like we, they'd be my, canceled. My, my wife watches nothing but The Office, and there's times oh where I'm like, God. "There's no way they could say that nowadays. There's no yeah. fucking way." Yeah, The Office is crazy. For yeah, like, especially like early episodes of <laughs> yeah. The Office. You're like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, man. this is some edgy shit here. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. Everybody gets fucking offended, offended by stupid shit nowadays, though. But Dan's giving us a wrap it up wrap signal. It up. Wrap it up. All right, one more question. This is from my sister-in-law, Jacqueline. She wants to know if any of y'all bleach your assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Fuck do. Fuck no. Jimmy, <laughs> what does that even mean? Jimmy I would probably look like does. a spotted cow. But. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy would be like, uh, yeah, I'm doing it tonight. That's why I left early. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like you guys don't. That's how I keep yeah. it. Who doesn't how I keep it so pink? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I, I I would expect that from Jacqueline. He had, to, he had yeah. to bleach the floor after he broke the glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's never gonna live that shit. He's down. probably still, he, that's probably why he left early. He had to, yeah, oh, yeah. He had to go at, bust some at, glasses. He's at home yeah. playing GTA right now. He's at home. Just yeah, he was so glasses. tired. And he, I guarantee going to his Twitch right now, he's probably streaming fucking yeah. some stupid game. Yeah. See if thieves. All right. See if thieves. <laughs> Final comments, Daniel Son. In the words of Captain JG, I got nothing. <laughs> Bobby Elson? Bobby Elson. That's different. Over Bobby Bahama. Bobby Elson. <laughs> Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. Your mind on Jesus, the guy who cuts your ass. Got me full pillow? That'd probably get us canceled, too. It took me a second to process that. I was Housekeeping, like, you want me full pillow? Uh, Tommy Boy, that's yeah, a great one-liner movie. Oh, my oh. God, how did I forget that one? Golly, yeah. Richard, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Richard, what'd you do? <laughs> Were you watching Spanktrovision? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people go to college for eight years. Yeah, they're called doctors. Yeah, it's called it's called Bob. <laughs> for real. You're probably more than eight years now. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Greg, what you got? Oh, man, that was uh that was definitely a blast hanging out with you guys, man. Having a cold pop with y'all. Man, it's been uh That's what it's about, man. 
Man, it's, it's drinking beers with your buddies. Definitely different uh, than listening. I'll tell you that. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. Fucking hoot driving Just, to work. You think it's gonna be weird to listen back to yourself? Probably. Like just it's having fun. the headphones on. It's man. kind of it's fun just, to listen to yourself. You're gonna critique yourself, like, oh yeah, man, I sound like an idiot. Like an idiot. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a hey, have me back on the packets. I have to fix some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out, would you? We'll de- yeah. we'll definitely have you back on again yeah, for, for sure. sure. That was fun. It's always a good time. So. No other comments, boys. That's nothing. Uh, nothing. I got. I got nothing. I'm tired. It's late. It is late. Good. Good gracious. Let's eat. So <laughs> I'm tired. I'm beat. Let's. Um, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm beat. I'm hungry. Let's eat. I'm tired. I word hard brain. <laughs> Words. No, nope, I got nothing. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Um, make make sure you uh, give our sponsors some uh, some support. Um, they're the reasons we can keep this going. So. Not the reason. I guess we can do it anyways, but um, give them some support, please. Um, like the page, like the podcast, uh, leave some comments what you thought of the podcast. Um, other than that, get outdoors and don't be terrible. <laughs>